that's where um but you find that it's it's you have to call um the person in charge mm-hmm. to 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 give you like if you need the house help or a babysitter you call the person at the cooperative to, to send you, you to yeah. send you someone and those ones are expensive yeah and because <laughs> it's like we, an agency yeah and because we don't want to pay fairly mm-hmm. we always call someone do you have a kid in rural areas who yeah. who was not able to go to school you know it's us who are still sustaining that that so unfair we are not, yeah so i feel, i feel like what you're saying is we are also not respecting these people mm-hmm. so we expect them to do a lot mm-hmm. we're not willing to pay them mm-hmm. for the work that they are doing mm-hmm. so we are willing to out say save someone from a rural area and then they do all of our work and then we pay them less which is it's 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 uh i wouldn't say it's it's a hundred percent evil <laughs> because because mm-hmm. if you see these kids mm-hmm. they also comes i'm not supporting uh, child labor yeah <laughs> <laughs> not this kid like a, a 24 years yeah. uh, person coming from rural area who has never um, been to Kigali mm. been to to the city so whenever he gets that opportunity he yeah, comes yeah. and and because he's also in need of a shelter yeah. of that kalito money of independence of experiencing another lifestyle mm-hmm. They also like maybe yeah they like let me let me yeah. take this yeah. but we we command we command the bosses that uh, help them whenever they are at home if it's a it's a girl you help them to learn some of the vocation or like you allow them to go for vocational training mm-hmm. either uh sewing or weaving so they can sustain themselves out outside of outside that of the uh, home. Mm-hmm. So why why do you think uh because I think women are kind of expected to they are always expected to earn some some little money yeah mm-hmm. But why is it that when it comes to the careers mm-hmm. when men are being given promotions women especially moms mm-hmm. uh are not given the same even mm-hmm. if they they choose to be mothers Uh, but when it comes like career wise they're seen differently uh, they they are that is my point is they are nico pay between uh, working moms and other people because mm. sometimes it's not even about like just a man mm. could be other women but who don't have kids so, uh, so when it, when it comes to motherhood mm mm-hmm. and and labor and you know <laughs> um I always have to consider the issue of choice mm-hmm. are women looking for equal opportunity yes uh are there are women being paid less merely for being women or or because they are mothers mm-hmm. or there are women who choose certain positions that allow them to have some time with some time 
for you know to spend time yeah. with their kids so there's always an a, a, a room or an issue of of choice mm-hmm. but again <laughs> i have to admit that there 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 are these biases mm-hmm. when when a woman is seen um with uh, even if i don't know that woman i walk into into an office and uh, Uh, it's it's around 5:30 i want to give you an assignment mm-hmm. and i look at the the frame i look at the little kids i'm like in my head i'm like this is a mother mm-hmm. she, she i probably she like <laughs> she should she should be you know at home taking care of these kids or she misses them mm-hmm. you know the, this this the emotional side of it is it emotional though assumptions that <laughs> This woman is the only primary caregiver. Mm-hmm. You don't look at the the kids and assume that the father is there. Sometimes the father is out of the picture. You like this woman is probably not focused on this work because she's thinking about these kids. They are if she tells you that the 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 child is sick, you're going to assume that she doesn't have enough, you know, dedication to the to the work. Yeah. So there are those assumptions but also as you asked um also some women are not bold enough because of how we, we've been raised mm-hmm. thinking that it's a man who has to provide for everything here it's 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 like I feel like the, it's a formula <laughs> a man a man finishes a uh, university he gets a land you know mm-hmm. work for shoes gets a car then gets married What yeah. does a woman do? Expected to do. <laughs> Simply securing a land in the heart so that a man. <laughs> <laughs> so those oh. are the assumptions. Those are the assumptions uh so that that also if I'm a boss and I have that mindset a woman will claim a certain amount of money mm-hmm. for a position that really deserve that amount of money and I'm like you're not even married what, what are you going to do with all that money right but the assumptions why is it that we have the assumptions are so there are many mm-hmm. you know there are many we are always women are always expected to act like this mm-hmm. men are always expected to act like this being the providers and i feel like it puts pressure mm-hmm. on both genders yeah because What if um I'm a mom mm-hmm. but I still want to work mm-hmm. but then probably I'm married to a man who's in his mind he has to provide even if he doesn't want to mm-hmm. <laughs> which is which to me is a problem because as a man you can also choose to be like oh I can actually help out with the kids yeah yeah so why do we as a society still have these assumptions as you said mm-hmm. or oh, you're working mom I expect you <laughs> as a person who doesn't know you I expect yeah. you to be there for your kids. Yeah. Like I don't know it's it is crazy <laughs> that we still have those assumptions even now. Even if I feel like we are progressive country mm-hmm. when it comes to this because we are given we said that we are given equal opportunities we now have women in all kinds of positions mm-hmm. we are allowed to push and run for these positions as women. 
but then as a society we still have these assumptions that are to me are a hindrance yeah to how we want to progress as yeah. a country yeah and i don't know hopefully the like more policies like when you talk about policies you talked about the 30% that mm-hmm. are Mm. what more should be done yeah as you, as you said uh men are considered uh, providers but they shouldn't yeah. they shouldn't because of you know we are right now we can afford to go to the same school we can afford to go to the same uh, spaces so really that pressure should not be there but you know patriarchy again <laughs> so what what more can be done um i would say that there should be like uh, family friendly policies mm-hmm. that um accommodate everyone's everyone's needs mm-hmm. uh so if if a woman is is married but she's ambitious she has a demanding career but she's married to a man who 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 doesn't have like a demanding uh, job but who is passionate about uh, you know raising kids <laughs> raising kids and being there like mm. it should it should it should be normalized for fathers mm-hmm. to 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 also be caregivers yeah you know but in our laws so far we have maternity leave for mothers for mm-hmm. three months because yeah also the body comes in how like you're able to function but in terms of raising the, the 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 child can we have policies that also give a room for fathers mm-hmm. to show up for think, their for their children i think so far there's one country that have like the also the paternity leave yeah and wow. and they had to make it like like mandatory because fathers some fathers were not because they are not used to it mm-hmm. they would stay home but play playstation so I think it all it all it all have to start in in unlearning some of the things that we believed mm-hmm. for for a long time to be true. Yeah. So we have to shift the narrative both as women and men. Yeah. Yeah. So Rutamu you are you are an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want I want us to talk about art and creatives. Mm-hmm. in general because this is also one profession at least to me that is not considered when it comes to payment mm-hmm. or paying these artists mm-hmm. well uh why why is this profession in most cases not respected enough mm-hmm. and why is still um like when you you compare the female artists mm-hmm. and male ones there's also a bit of a difference Mm. Why do we still have that especially in this profession? Because mm. I feel like the profession itself it's not considered as a real job, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then even in the profession there's still some the discrimination between female artists and male ones. Mm. Why do we in Rwanda because you're talking about our country, yeah. yeah. in Rwanda and all over the world unfortunately in art industry in film industry mm-hmm. in all you know the entertainment industry there is celebrity culture mm-hmm. 
and for you to be a celebrity you have to make a name for yourself and to make a name for yourself you have to be given opportunities platform yes. a platform so that is the main issue in Rwanda women are not given equal platforms mm-hmm. or they are not in in positions to even occupy them because of the social structure mm-hmm. you know like if uh, i'm i'm also in a collective of rwandan women artists nice <laughs> um so that's one of the issues we are we are trying to address like representation if you look at the women representation in the art industry in rwanda it's not as the parliament it's not really. 61% <laughs> yeah yeah so we are trying to to at least organize our own art exhibitions mm-hmm. go to the rwanda art museum and be like i have some great artworks can i bring them here and can i be paid mm-hmm. because that that is also important and we 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 want also to to i want to also to emphasize on on the issue of type of of artworks mm-hmm. because here in rwanda there is there is art that is considered traditional so the likes of imigongo agaseke yeah ibirere and if you see the amount of time these women are, are, are investing in yeah. making this this agaseke you find that yo this this is art yeah and now we have we have uh weaven um baskets that have images that if you go at, at um some some cooperative talking through art mm-hmm. you would see like women have like amazing concepts weaven into agaseki yeah. and 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 that is not considered uh, art it's considered as as art craft oh as craft mere craft you see an artist who does a collage mm-hmm. because she's using you know paper torn papers or needle like she's she's weaving because it's considered as a feminine people are not willing to pay for the for the amount of money that the artist is claiming and you find oh. a, an abstract painting mm-hmm. hanged in in some hotel or in some gallery and it's a it's a man who has made a name for himself he's charging charging uh, 6000 mm-hmm. and a client is is willing to pay that with no doubt with no you know so the issue of uh, women representation in the art industry is is really key and we want more women artists in like theater film uh, visual art performing art to be celebrity Yeah. You come to Rwanda and I ask you an artist and I'm able to say Rutam. Yeah. Because the the, the first have Beyonce. <laughs> the first names that comes are of men. Yeah. And yeah, I still have a long way to go. I hope I hope the collective uh, get to I mean you keep addressing that until it's solved because we need that and we need to this profession to be seen as a real one because mm-hmm. when when you tell your mother or even another person that you're an artist let's mm-hmm. say I'm a painter let's say I'm a film director yeah they're going to be like mm, okay 
so what do you actually do yeah. because yeah. so hopefully in future we won't have to be asking those questions we'll mm-hmm. have to be just oh okay mm-hmm. let me see your work you know yeah. that yeah uh, I, w- I was reading it, ju- it just reminded me of this work that I seen as feminine I was reading mm-hmm. an article recently about journalism in Rwanda mm-hmm. and how women are given these stories that are weak mm-hmm. yeah to mm-hmm. cover Mm-hmm. So they were saying women can cover uh, fashion, uh, health. There are some topics gossip, that are not, that the gossip, all those like that are seen as weak. But then mm-hmm. men were covering like politics, science, and all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And while I was reading, they said that even when a woman has her own idea of what she wants to cover, mm-hmm. the male editors are always like, oh we still expect you to give this story mm. to a man. So when we talk about <laughs> th- those the assumptions that you said before, mm. the stereotypes, mm. and then I had to call this the feminine jobs because to mm. me it doesn't really make sense. Mm. But this is a word that is there. Yeah. How do we go about that how do we also solve that do we also shift our narrative do we go to these um newsrooms and tell them no women have to be given equal opportunities as men how do we solve that uh, i think we have so if you're not given a seat at the table you create your own table and mm-hmm. create you know your own seat and design it how you want it to be so what what we can do in that sense in according to that example is having women who believe that women can actually do like an investigative journalism mm-hmm. to be the head of some magazines some independent uh, newspapers that requires so that money yeah money yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 all a, ma- a matter of you know creating opportunities for everyone and I also want to say because we are talking about um, Rwanda mm-hmm. uh, we have to remember that uh, the genocide unfortunately um, completely destroyed the social fabric mm-hmm. so because we lost so many men during the genocide men women had to come in and occupy all the spaces yeah. So in Rwanda, you find our minister is a, is a minister of ICT is a woman, uh, RDB is a woman. So we we have so many women occupying these uh, spaces. The the director of this technical school is a, is a is a woman. Mm-hmm. So we have we have so many women occupying these these uh, uh, positions that were not um, in in the past open to women. So I believe, at least in Rwanda, we are making progress in in that yeah. in that sense of you know equal opportunity for everyone, regardless of the the agenda. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is that is something that we have to keep in mind, I guess, mm. because we we have we have good numbers, mm-hmm. like parliament and then the quota that you mentioned, but to me, I also feel like. These are also the people, if a woman is in a position of power, mm-hmm. they should be able to believe that other women could also be um, 
especially the young ones yeah, could also yeah. take such positions yeah, yeah. that to me that is yeah i take it as something that we have to keep encouraging i guess Yeah, I think we, we are already yeah. there. We, you ask girls, little girls, and they say that they want to be president. So mm-hmm. we are no longer limited as women in Rwanda. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our, if we talked about uh, men being providers, women expected to be primary caregivers. Mm. Um, do you think that they should all be considered as caregivers and breadwinners at the same time, both men and women? Uh, to be honest, we have, we have to also be considerate of what a woman is, is capable of doing and what a man is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So if we say equal opportunity, we are not, we are not asking for <laughs> copy-paste, like... What a woman is given yeah. is what a man should uh, be given. Because if I, if I give you two hours during lunch break mm-hmm. to go take care of the kid, you know, like if, if I, I, was, I had the uh, same parents in one institution, and I'm like, because yesterday I gave two hours to, 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 to the mother, let me, give, let me give two hours to the husband. It's not going to work because I know that a woman is going to bre- breastfeed. Yeah when she gets home. So there are, there are biological differences that um, come Contribute, in. Yeah. And there's, there should be, a, you know, a room for choice. So if I'm asking mm-hmm. for equal opportunity, for equal pay, for, for, for accessing certain spaces, yeah. I have to ask a man or a woman, what does that look like? If I want to offer that, yeah. I have to be able to come to you and ask, how do you want it to look like? Absolutely. So, Rudamo, uh, so we talked about so many things, talked about uh, anikopei, gender justice, gender injustice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went into different professions. What's, what's your message, I would say, to the listeners here? Uh, what's your message about this certain topic about anikope? We talked about how we could go about it, what should be done better mm. in some situations. Talked about law, mm. but what's your? I would say the general message mm. to the people of mm. how probably we could be better, keep being better, apart from everything that we've covered. Yeah, uh, I think the the root of of this conversation is money. Yes. <laughs> I didn't say that. But yes. man, what does uh, money offer? Mm-hmm. Money offer freedom. So in all we do, in all the laws, the policies, yeah. and the structure, the system that we, we, we create, we have to look at how it's enabling people to be free. Mm-hmm. So there comes an issue of, of choice. So, again <laughs> yeah yeah so in in to to bridge the gender pay gap we have to be considerate uh, of what a woman is is is, is requesting yeah. or is requesting for uh, if she's requesting for a few hours so, so that she can 
be there for her kid, let it be. Mm-hmm. If a father wants to be there for the kid, let let have, you know, family friendly policies. Policy, yes. And if an artist is requesting for the money, give it to her. You know, I mean, the good thing, you're a lawyer. So I hope your voice gets listened to the right people, I guess, to implement this. Uh, thank you very much for honoring our invitation here. Thank you, Tamo, for this insightful conversation. It was really nice having you here. You're welcome. Thank you too, Mignon. It was a pleasure to be here. And hopefully it's not the last time. And kudos to House of African Feminism yes. for creating this platform. Absolutely.